Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Brandon Mahoney. He's the co-founder of LaunchPoint Labs, a startup studio and early venture fund, where he is an expert in creating sales departments. He is currently based in Oregon. I have Simon Coles. He's the CEO of Amphora Research Systems, where they free scientists from the tyranny of paper. He is also the founder of Better Conversations Foundation. And I have Josh Coles. He's a student of maths and physics with an interest in governance and politics and the interface between the two. The question I have today, how do you decide when it's time to ask for help? Brandon, can you kick us off? So I, I struggled for a long time with, with asking for help early in my career. I, I always associate asking for help with my inability to do something, which made me feel like I wasn't capable, I was weak. And I still struggle with that. And, and oddly enough, when I ask for help, it's generally when I've gotten to the point where I have no idea what to do next. I don't know where to look. I've done all my Google searching I possibly can. And I'm just, I'm going to fail if I don't reach out to someone. Mm. And it sounds like you're saying that's probably later in the process than maybe you ought to. It's much later in the process. Much, much later. Mm -hmm. I'd say it sort of depends on the level of help you're asking for. If you're just asking for a friend to talk, to you can do that over coffee if it's a sort of more serious thing where you need business advice or you have sort of personal uh, financial issues then that's a larger thing that you might want to try to deal with more on your own in your sort of smaller social group and then expand outwards through the levels of help available to you yeah i think as josh was alluding to it depends a lot on how safe it is to ask for help mm. as what have you got around you but also um some people don't feel psychologically safe particularly in a lot of organizations it might be seen as a weakness Although one would hope that in most organizations, you are safe enough to be able to benefit from the wisdom of your colleagues. Mm. The best advice I was ever given, someone said to me, Robin, you are resilient. Stop making decisions that make you prove it. I had this belief that if it was worth doing, it was worth doing on my own by myself. And then I got all the, the credit. And so I was doing everything the hard way. And it's not necessary to reinvent the wheel. If you can go and say to someone, hey, I need a wheel. Can you help me? And I was not good at that. Uh, I, I would say oftentimes when I, when I join an organization, if, if the person I'm reporting to gives me a task, even if I'm not quite sure exactly how I get to that end goal, I feel like if I, if I go to them and say, hey, I'm not quite trying to do this, they're immediately going to think to themselves, why did I hire you then? Mm -hmm. So I am fighting to get it done. But at the same time, most of the individuals I've worked with have been wonderful enough that they're constantly telling me and those around me, if you need help, I'm here for you. That has been something constantly told to me. I just, I have a hard time actually going and doing that. Mm -hmm. it, it was the, one of the main drivers for better conversations was uh, creating a culture in the company where people would ask. Because what that does then is when you delegate, you know that they'll feel capable pulling from you the information that they need. Mm. And I think it's, it's one of the really big differences of being in education versus being in the workplace. Because of course in education, getting help in some cases or just copying somebody else's is allegedly cheating. Mm. Uh, but in the workplace, that's collaboration and it's something we want. And it does take a while to train that in. I'd say one of the important things is if you're able to give help uh, recipro uh, reciprocally, if you're able to help people and they're able to help you back, and that can help lead to the sort of psychological safety uh, where you feel you can reach out for help because you have given something back in return previously or feel capable of in the future. Mm. 
I've had situations where I've asked for help and I see the look on the person's face of, oh my word, if you need help, the world is coming to an end. You are supposed to be the rock in the world. You can't possibly need help. You can't be broken. And so that's for me is something that I have to overcome is that when I ask for help, there's this belief that someone like me shouldn't need help. And that's hard for me. As a leader, it's very hard to ask for help sometimes. Yeah, be very careful about it. And I get excited when somebody like on one of my teams comes and asks me for help. And it's, it's a complete opposite of how I would view someone mm-hmm. looking at me. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like, wow, you had the, the bravery of asking me for help. This is awesome. You trust me to help you. I, I'm just like, wow, you're going to go places in life because you're willing to ask the questions that I myself am not always willing to ask. Mm-hmm. When I work with teams, I will often say that when people say, well, I can't ask for help. It's a sign of weakness. I say, well, well, how would you feel if one of your teammates came to you asking for help? Would you see them as weak? Oh no, not at all. I've never had someone say, if someone comes to me needing help, I think they're weak, but we all believe that. Where does that come from? Education. Who teaches us that? No one explicitly, but it's sort of, you see the people who do it all on their own rewarded. And the people who are given the most help are the ones who need the most help. And they're also the ones who need it because they're necessarily, or they're sort of in need of it more and they're sort of lower down being risen up. So the people who get help are the people who need the help, which means help in itself is sort of viewed in a negative light. Yeah, accepting mm-hmm. help is, or needing help is weakness. Therefore being helped is weakness. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the thing would be in organizations is, is to normalize asking for help. And not in a, in a sort of naff way, like we used to have when we were trying to do knowledge management 20 odd years ago, but, but genuine way. Um, but again, who can go to their supervisor and say, I'm sorry, I'm running slightly late on that task because I had to help out somebody from another department. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For me, by the time I ask for help to your point, Brandon, I'm way past the point where I should have. And that's part of why this question, how do I know? Like, when do I know that I've put in enough that now is the time, Robin, ask for help? That's situational dependent, because if, you, if you're doing something you've never done before and there's the world expert sitting next to you who's happy to talk to you, then it'd be really easy to ask for help, wouldn't it, I assume? Maybe, but there, then there's the whole thing of you ask for help and they pontificate at you and you're like, I have no idea what any of those words mean. I'm now wondering about mansplaining. Is that, that's unsolicited help, isn't it? That's, or, that's un, usually unsolicited help about something on which you don't need help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the difference between sort of the help and trying people trying to give you help, like the actual the helpfulness of something versus someone helping. Mm-hmm. And often that we would hope they're correlated, but they're not. So there's different types of help too, isn't there? There's can you help me do this task? Fairly quick transaction. Mm-hmm. Then there's I need therapy or I need coaching or something, which is a bigger mm-hmm. admission of everything's not all right. I think mostly we've focused ourselves on technical help here. I didn't even think of asking for help from the standpoint of like mental health and and therapy. And and similarly, I I think there's a stigma behind that. And people feel like seeking therapy is, is a weakness and which is a, which is a shame because it's super helpful. That's interesting because the perception from this English person is that every American has got a, a therapist and it's trendy i mean it's a big thing in the uk there, there aren't that many therapists around it's, it's a great resource to have but it's not nearly as common 
I think that the TV industry has made it seem like all Americans have a therapist. I think that that's not the reality. I think there's a lot more of the bro culture of you solve your own problem, you keep your dirty laundry quiet. Which is why startup founder mental health is terrible. Going back to talking about, you said mansplaining, men are not allowed to have any of that kind of stuff, which is why most of my clients are men and why I don't get referrals because they don't want to admit they work with me, but they find what I do so valuable, which it goes to that they do ask for help, but it has to be all on the down low. And the, the line item on the budget says executive coaching. Is it, is it more socially appropriate to have an affair than to have a coach? <laughs> oh, I think so, sadly. <laughs> and, and a lot of people I mean, try that, that avenue first. I'd say that's something that might be changing somewhat because I know a number of the people in my sort of age group who have either said they want therapy or are they in active therapy? So mm -hmm. sort of the feeling that there's less shame around needing help, I'd say hopefully is decreasing. So do you yeah. think that your generation is better at knowing, hey, I need to ask for help now rather than waiting until they're so far down the line? Better is possibly a strong word, but it's less stigmatized. People often don't reach for the help when they need it, but there's less shame associated with receiving it. And there's less feeling the need to hide it. COVID really helped. And there has also been a big push in, certainly in the UK about student mental health too. It's, it's now a much bigger thing. So I don't feel like we've really given a good answer to how do you know when it's time to ask for help? I think that it's super nuanced and it's hard and none of us do it really well. I, I don't get that impression and something we could certainly think about and do better. So thank you for having this short conversation with me. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon.